Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com this segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hello, and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. This is Adventures with Outdoor Woman, and here's your host, this is Susie Roloff. guys welcome back to another episode of adventures with outdoor woman and i'm your host miss Susie roloff and i got the one the only mr brian b dog schiller in the house with me today what up what is going on brian you know just just out here trying to make it man just trying ryan, to make it as ryan milford would say um <laughs> Yeah, not much, man. Uh, good to be back. Good to be chatting with the outdoor woman herself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, first I got to say, um, you know, after my rough week uh, last week, <laughs> as a lot of people know, um, got to say, man, it was uh, awesome to have you reach out to me, make sure, you know, I was doing all right and everything and had some other people reach out and, uh had a lot of awesome comments on my post too, so uh, definitely yeah. did my heart some some good. So. Well, for sure, man. I mean, like we're all family here at Paddle and Finn, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like that's the thing, man. Like I I've been there. Like I told you, you know, like last year, I probably beat myself up for like a good month after um, Mark Twain event in mm -hmm. uh, Missouri, like I one 12 inch fish and i would have been in like seventh place you know so it was just like did really good pre-fishing made some bonehead moves during tournament day and stuff like that and that i mean and i was in the race for um uh our region aoi i think at that time i was sitting in like sixth or seventh uh rookie of the year was at play and like now that was a big thing like and that's kind of why i've taking a step back um this year and i've just i've fished tournaments whenever i feel like fishing a tournament and um it it's hard like it's that mental game like i'm super competitive and i know you're the exact same way <laughs> and it it just gets in your head and it it really messes with you because and i think you put it in one of your posts or maybe you had said it to me or in our group chat or whatever but it was just like you know, I've worked so hard and I just feel like I've like totally like disappointed myself. And that's exactly how I felt. And, you know, that's the thing, man. Like, like I told you, what do you have to prove? Like you've, it just wasn't your day. Um, yeah, it was a crappy ending to a, a good season for you, you know? Um, but you know, on the bright side, like this one tournament, it doesn't make you any less of a fisher woman. <laughs> you right. know, yeah. like, yeah. um, you know, on any given day, Susie can go out and whip probably three quarters of the people that I know, like on the water, you know, and, and that's just that, you know, like, um, and that's part of like tournament fishing. Like you were way away from home, like fishing. <laughs> Have you fished those bodies of water? 
Um, that was all I, new water for you, right? The the lakes, yeah, that were chosen were new waters to fish on. Um, I had fished other lakes up there before, but sure. not um, Manaqua or Tomahawk. And then there's Lake Catherine, and then uh, we always like to joke around and call it Cowabunga because nobody could say it right, but Kawaga yeah. uh, Saga was the other yeah, one. Yeah. So, yeah, that was all, all brand new water to me. And well, so... Those lakes up there, like, you... <laughs> If, if you're not familiar with northern Wisconsin, like I was in the Hayward area uh, earlier in the year with Jay and a friend of mine, and we did some lake hopping because you can drive any direction for a half hour or less and be on like 20 different bodies of water. Yes. And, um, and that's a big misconception, too, is Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes, and there's actually more lakes in Wisconsin than there is in Minnesota. Yep. But... Um, and especially in that northern region, but you can go to one body of water and it's like that brown, like um, kind of tea colored almost. Yeah, copper yeah. stained, and then yes. you can be on like a totally crystal clear lake, like just a mile down the road. And then, you know, um, some lakes are rock, some are mud, sand, a lot mm -hmm. of sand bottom lakes with like a lot of weed growth. So like they all fish different, you know, and it's. Uh, when you have that limited time, if you don't figure it out, like, you're going to struggle. Um, yeah. You know, and that's something that, you know, I've learned over the years, just fishing in general. Because <laughs> um, I like to fish different bodies of water. I know a lot of people are the same way. But, you know, if you can't figure that out, like, in that day or two span that you have to pre-fish, like, it's going to be a rough ending. You know what I mean? Right. But on the... On the flip side, I mean, you cashed a couple checks this year, right? Uh, yeah, two. Two. See, like that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, um, you're probably what even after traveling expenses, maybe. Oh no, no way. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't place that good. Su Susie stays at the Hilton. Five five star only. Yeah. That's why her nickname is the Queen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the queen sweets, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, either way, you're, you're bringing some money back into your pocket, you know, and it's uh, that's a thing, man. Like, you know, you help run that club. A lot of people look up to you in that club. And uh, I, I think you shouldn't let, uh, you know, a sad end ruin your whole year. I mean, you had yeah. some high moments all year long, you know. I did. I did, you know. And just, you know, sometimes, like... It just 2020 in general has just yeah. been like a gut punch to everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, and so just the highs and lows of that. And, you know, this year I didn't have like very many goals. I only had just like a couple few. And then like after the first couple events, I saw how well I was doing in points. And I was like, oh, I might actually have a chance at AOI this year. Like, what? Yeah. You know, so I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll go all out. And, um, you know, I was up in Manaqua. I drove up Tuesday after work, uh, got in around 11 o'clock at night, and then, like, pre-fished my butt off uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and then some of Friday because we had that storm front come through. Oh, that's right. On that's Friday. Right. So, and that, that, like, played a big factor in things, too, because, like, you know, the winds were sustained 15 miles an hour on Saturday. So it was just, it, even oh, wow. in a Hobie, yeah, even in a Hobie, it's just, you're constantly adjusting and, you know, constantly fighting the wind. And so that was frustrating in itself, right. you know, and then uh, Saturday night, we dropped down into the mid forties. Oh, wow. So yeah, we, we had a lot of crazy different things factors, yeah. yes different factors play in and even during the pre-fishing time you know i never got anything over i think a 16 you know so like i wasn't really i didn't have like that those confident bites you know but like sure. i had you know enough fish to get a limit but i was like well it's not going to be a very uh, big limit and i was like well you know if this is kind of how this is going i bet this is how everybody else was going to do and so, you know, after day one, you know, I just, oh God, I, <laughs> like when it was getting close to like an hour before, um, you know, it was lines out, you know, I'd only had three fish, you know, I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, 
what did I do wrong? Like, where did I go wrong? Like, what could I have done different? You know, and just like started just being like, man, this is just, this is just not how I had planned this go to yeah. go down, you know? And so, um, you know, it was lines out. I only had three fish and like, I was like, that's it. Like, yeah, there, there's no way that I can keep AOI and that I could even possibly keep, uh, you know, the qualification for Crossroads, you know, and like, it just, it, it hit me and I'm like, all this work that I did all season just to lose it in one day. And I was just like, it just like overswept me, yeah. you know, and, and just like, I was just like, whatever, you know? And so like, you know, checking and everything, you know, I'm, I'm holding it together pretty good and everything. And, uh, you know, we got everybody checked in and like, I, I like seeing everybody's fish, like there weren't very many big fish. Yeah. Um, you know, the average fish caught were, you know, 15s, 14s, 13s even. So I'm like, okay, like I, I know that's what people would have gotten. And that shows that, you know, it wasn't like a big fish day or yeah. days, right? you know? Right. And so, uh, after day one. Uh, we got wrapped up and uh, me and a bunch of guys uh, decided, well, let's, uh, you know, let's go grab a bite to eat or whatever. <laughs> and so like that truck ride to the restaurant, like I called Adam and of course, you know, I'm like in tears and everything. I'm just like, hi. And he's like, hi, how you doing? I'm like, I only got three fish today. I just blew it. <laughs> you know, I just kind of bawling and everything, you know, and so <laughs> he's just like, you know, you're still a rock star in my eyes, you know, trying to cheer me up and oh, everything, you know. I mean, I know. Like, <laughs> right. Good job, I mean, that, that's just one of the million reasons why I married him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so we, uh, so I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm at the place. I'll let you go, you know. And so, like, I sat in the truck for five minutes, had to compose myself, you know. And, um, got there you know and had some drinks and some food and i was like okay you know it's this isn't the end of the world you know i mean yeah i had all these hopes and everything and whatnot and then um like i had no idea like how points and stuff were gonna go and then and it was like well it's two days so i'm like anything can happen after day sure. two absolutely and then uh day two happened and um i heard that it was a different bite for a lot of people um like uh guys that did really good on day one struggled on day two you know like a guy had five fish on day one and only one fish on day two so i was like well maybe there's some hope yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know type of thing but then you know after it was all said and done i had three fish again on um day two um so i was like well you know i'm not completely skunked or whatever but you know it is what it is and uh everything was all said and done and the points were released what was that monday night or tuesday night uh, and I, I can't. Was, I, yeah, I think yeah. it was Tuesday. Yeah, and so like it was like the final like points for the season, you know, and like almost all season long, you know, I was like first in points, and you know, top five qualified for crossroads and everything. And after it was all said and done, it I had dropped down to twelfth, and I just sat there and like stared at that. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had another like kind of like breakdown again you know and so you know it it did it did take me a good couple of days to kind of get over that and kind of overcome that and um you know kind of looking back i'm just like did i overreact you know like should i have reacted that way type of thing but i'm like you know it's uh, it's it's valid to feel you know sure. things that you feel when you're first in tournament fishing yeah and whatnot you know but then like at the same time i'm like well you know if it could have been different if i wouldn't have had high goals but then at the same time i'm like i wouldn't have been challenging myself hard enough sure. you know that type of thing you know that kind of battle and struggle that we all have <laughs> that we all deal with every day yeah but, I, th I think at the end of the day like you know, in, in that situation, you got to sit down and think, like, did I learn a lot this year? Yep, absolutely. Did I fish some awesome waters this year? Yep, absolutely. 
Did I catch some beautiful fish this year? Yep, absolutely. What What do you got to complain about then? You know, it's like, yeah. you know, and, and that's kind of my theory. Like, um, you know, uh, like I told you, like you can go out on any given day and just whack them. And, you know, I can too. And I can have some bad days as well. You know what I mean? And, um, but at the end of the day, we're just out there fishing, having fun. And that's the most important part of it you know and i think you know when you get into like you know the national level stuff that gets lost you know it's it's work it's a job when you're when you're out there on the road and you're you know beating the pavement and all that good stuff man it's uh um i got a lot of respect for you know some of those guys that the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by john browning The 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Just go, go, go. You know what I mean? Granted you know a lot of those guys don't have you know families back at home they might have girlfriends or wives or something but like you know they don't have kids and things like that for the most part or their kids are grown whatever um but you know it's uh it's it's not an easy task regardless of your background you know so i think kudos to you and uh kudos to adam for you know (laughs) getting beat up multiple times because <laughs> Banner Marsh was closed. AY oh, didn't work out. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like you said, I you know, I think you really showed um your skills in fishing this year. And I don't think you should take away from that, you know. Yeah. Um it's uh you definitely had some really good tournament days on the water and you were consistently up there in that top ten and that's what I've always strived for. And I think if you can do that, like consistently, you know what I mean? Right. Like you're consistently yeah. in that, that top, top, you know, 10 to 20%. Psh, ain't nobody got nothing on you, girlfriend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and who else, what other lady and even dude can even say that they flip their kayak and still place ninth in a <laughs> tournament? Just saying. <laughs> just saying you know i mean yeah (laughs) yeah that's you've had a wild year kid yes for sure that's for sure that is for sure you know my show isn't called adventures of outdoor woman for nothing you know (laughs) you got some wild adventures that's all i'm gonna say right yeah but you know there there was actually something that's been kind of uh happening um at uh, work where I work. So um, I work in the uh, pathology lab and, you know, we've got like lots of different departments and whatnot. And I'll see a lot of different people in passing and whatnot. And uh, I've been there for, it'll be a year coming up here in November. And um, there's uh, one of the pathologists, uh, him and I have really bonded because uh, he's a, uh, he likes to fly fish a lot. He actually ties oh, nice. ties too. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, he'll go to Banner and everything. He's like, all right, let, let's have a friendly little contest. You know, he's like, whoever catches the big bass, uh, if you win, I'll get you a, uh, I'll make you a, like a little hand tied fly. I was like, all right. And he's like, uh, and if I win, you'll just owe me, I think he said, like, a liter of cola or something like that. <laughs> something silly. You yeah, know, I was right. like, okay, okay, you know. And so, you know, of course, Banner was closed and everything and whatnot. Um, but then everything had opened at the end of May. And I went down to Newton. And I caught that uh, 21, what was that, 20 and a quarter or 21 and a quarter? God, I can't even remember. It was was, was a big one. And so, like, I showed it to him, and he's just like, oh, man. Like, (laughs) he was just like, I I just need to, he's like, I I might be able to catch you in the fall, but, man, that is a good fish. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So, but then there was this other guy. Um, who works in another department, you know, we just kind of, you would say hi or whatever now and then. And about two weeks ago, 
he comes up to me and he's just like, Susie, in the however long you've been here, how is it that I did not know until just a day or so ago that you really like fishing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. I mean, look at my desk. It's like fishing themed and everything, right. but he's not really over there very much or never really paid attention. And he's like, well, I like to fish too. I'm like, oh. Well, shoot. And so, like, we probably talked, like, so much, like, within, like, the last couple weeks. So, you know, he was telling me a couple weeks ago that him and his buddy were going to be going to Banner. So, I, like, you know, circled on a map and told him what to take and everything. And he's like, you know, we went out there. Like, we didn't have a single bite. But, you know what? All those spots you drew for me, there were boats in all of them. So, I'm pretty sure you you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think so. That's my honey hole. <laughs> right? And so, you know, we were talking even more, and I was uh, asking him, like, what he uses and everything. He's got, you know, kind of, like, just basic starter stuff and whatnot. You know, and when I was showing him, like, all my pictures of all my fish at Banner, he just sat there, and he was just like, golly, you just have the life. And I'm like, I do. Insane, like I do, type of thing. He's just like you. You can just go out there and and just go in your kayak and just catch fish. Like that is amazing. I'm like, yeah, it is, isn't it? (laughs) You know, and it it did. It kind of caught me because I'm just like, you know, I I do kind of take this for granted sometimes. You know, because again, you get caught up in you know, life and like the, the tournament scene too, you know, that can kind of take away from the experiences sometimes in a sense too. Um, and then, you know, especially with this year, um, it's, it's been hard just to, you know, kind of just make it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I talked about this on our show, um, with Everett Park this week. Um, you know, Brad Hicks came up here a couple weekends ago and uh, we went and floated the river for a bit chasing smallmouth and it was so simple man i was in a new canoe flint small lightweight boat had my paddle one rod and a bag of ned rigs and that was it like oh wow (laughs) it was simple fishing like i'm like i'm not i'm I'm not even bringing any more rods i'm just bringing one like i know this is what i'm going to throw 95 percent of the time why lug all this crap out there and uh it was kind of refreshing because it reminded me of like when i started fishing out of kayaks like i'd bring one or two rods paddle pfd and i'm out on the water and you know we we got into some really nice smallmouth and it was just a great time and you know having that simplicity again and not like you know the added pressures of tournaments and stuff it's nice it's you gotta do that like i know so many guys that um so focused on tournament fishing like they don't go out and like fish for themselves and just have a good time like and when I realized that was last year, uh, maybe it was the beginning of the this year, listening to one of Drew Gregory's podcasts. And uh, Ken Morris is always on there with Drew. And Ken's like, Drew, when's the last time you just went out and fished for yourself? Because for yourself, because he's got that TV show and this and that. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't answer the question. He's like, I don't know. Right. You know, and like, that's the thing, too. Like, people think. TV shows are all about just going out and catching fish and that's not the case. And, you know, when you got like camera crews following you around, like in jet boats and stuff like that, you got like a crew of 10 following you around. That's what Drew deals with. You know, he's like, it's so stressful. It takes the fun out of fishing. Yes. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, I think, you know, once in a while, you just got to take that reset. I'm not hating on tournaments. I just want to say that. No, but, yeah. You yeah. know, like, um, I've just had so much fun. Like, like I said, I've fished a few tournaments this year. Um, but, like, not putting my pressure, the pressure on myself has just been refreshing, you know. Right, yeah, but yeah. kudos to everybody that does <laughs> do what they do chasing that down, you know. Yeah, most definitely. And so, um two days ago yeah um so his name is terry and uh he was just like so when you have a moment i have a favor to ask of you i'm like <laughs> sure 
you know, and he's just like, so, you know, I've got, you know, El Cheapo stuff from Walmart or whatever. And, you know, you, you obviously know what you're talking about and what you do and everything. And he's just like, so he gave me like a dollar amount and he's just like, set me up with a rod and reel to get me started. I'm like, you got it, man. I was just like... (laughs) It was just so awesome because it was yeah. just like, you know, getting getting that connection with somebody, you know, and sharing that that passion for somebody yeah. who's just getting into it. It just like it, it helped, you know, kind of bring me out of my sure. funk, too, you know, and just it was just so just so like awesome just to be like, I'm helping this person out, you know, like, it's yeah. just like uh, it just it like meant so much. And then um, what was it yesterday? Today's Friday, so I think it was yesterday or the day before. Um, Sitting at work, you know, and everybody had had, uh, left for the day because they had earlier shifts. Um, I work 8 to 4.30, and I think it was like about 3 o'clock or something like that. And I'm the only one sitting there, and my phone starts ringing. I look at it, and it says, Catherine Field. I was like, oh, Catherine Field. (laughs) So she calls me. She's like, hey, Susie. And then I hear another voice back there. She's like, Suze. And I'm like, Christine Fisher. (laughs) So like they both called me just to, you know, check in on me and see how I was doing and perk me up and everything and whatnot. I was just like, there's some really awesome people out there. So like it definitely made my heart happy. And so, yeah, it was great. Especially Catherine. I mean, oh my gosh, that girl. (laughs) I love her to pieces. (laughs) Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're smiling again. Um, uh, You know, I like I like happy Susie, you know. Right, I, I know. I, and like I said, man, it's uh, especially here at Paddle and Finn. Like everybody, you know, watches out for everybody. You know, like when Milford wanted to quit fishing, you know, <laughs> right? Um, you know, Dustin suffering with COVID and, oh my gosh, and all that, right? and um, you know, our man uh, uh, Josh is on a break right now. He's dealing with some stuff and you know it's like that's the thing man everybody's always checking on everybody i i just got a text from uh dan perry uh this week because i don't even think i talked about this on the podcast but i had posted in our our group chat i was wearing a paddle and fin buff in the emergency room um and i didn't really like go into detail about that that was last week like my back was just really messed up like i thought um like it was to the point where I was having like shooting pains in my side and I thought like Ooh. my my spleen was gonna explode or something. So I'm like <laughs> Yeah, like I'm I'm the type of person I only go to the doctor if I think I'm gonna die or I'm gonna <laughs> to death. Um my wife like fights with me over that. Um she's like, You should really like the one time I'm getting off subject, but like the one time I came home from work and uh I cut myself with a utility knife on my leg and I used, uh, I think it was electrical tape to close it up. <laughs> and she's like, how bad is that? And I'm like, it's not bad. Like I close it up. It's got tape on it. Like, it'll be fine. Like it's just got to scab up and heal. And she looks at it and she's like, you need stitches. Like we're going now. Like, so that's me. Like I had seven stitches later, you know, oh my God. <laughs> like, you know, so, um, yeah, so, you know, like, Dan had reached out to me, and he's like, hey, man, I didn't hear nothing. Like, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. And it, I mean, that's the thing, man. Uh, you got to watch out for everybody, especially nowadays, man. Like, in the world today, like, so many people are at each other's throats over, like, this stupid political crap or yes. whatever it may be. And and Corona and all that stuff, like we talked about, man, 2020 has been a jacked up year. Like, to to see the brotherhood and sisterhood like in the family aspect and you know especially on your social media posts like i said like i saw them i knew what was going on and i scrolled through the comments and it's like good man like people are telling her like exactly how it is like you know hold your chin up and just keep striving forward and um it, it's refreshing to get those messages man it's uh you know like i didn't expect that i'm like uh Dan Perry's messaging me. I'm sure it's something podcast related. No, it was just he was checking on me. So that was cool. Shout out to DP. Thank you, my man. But, um, you know, um, that's the thing, man. Uh, You know, you hear about the kayak fishing community and how it's like tight knit and, 
everybody gets along with each other and stuff like that, man. And we need more of that. And that just goes to prove like how awesome our, our little corner of the fishing world is, you know? Right. So, you know, I'm kind of segueing off of that too. You know, we had, uh, had a little mention of this in our, uh, pedal and fin group chat, but, uh, you know, kind of talking about, you know, women anglers out there and everything, but, you know, we know that there's probably, a lot of women out there right now who are, you know, wanting to get into it, but there's still that intimidation factor of, you know, fishing against, you know, all these guys and everything. So, you know, somebody brought up, well, what would you think about an all women's tourney type thing? <clears throat> so there is a, like a little kind of mini series um, on tourney X that Harmony Rally runs. It's fish like a girl. Okay. And, um, you know, we've got, oh man, I'd say it averages anywhere from like eight to 15 to maybe 20 uh, ladies sometime in that, you know? So, okay. I mean, the interest is definitely there. The interest is definitely there. But, you know, like, I, I know that there's kind of, there can be two sides to this. You know, there's the side of, well, you know, I, I want to fish with, you know, everybody and be seen as a, an equal to everybody. And that's sure. awesome. More power to you. Right. And then there's other ladies, you know, who are just going to be so like shy and intimidated. And they're like, I, I, I don't, I don't have the courage to, you know, get out there because the, all these guys and everything, and I'm just going to look silly and everything. Well, if we have it be all ladies, you take that intimidation factor out completely. Right. You know, they're like, oh, it's just all ladies? Oh, yeah. hey, they like to fish like me, too? Let's get her done. Well, I, and, and that's a thing, like, and, and I'll admit, I was the one that posed the question, and 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 I wasn't trying to be offensive by it, but, like, I've, I've heard both sides of the story, and I mm -hmm. just wanted your opinion, because I think, like, in general, at the time, we were talking about tournaments in general, because... Uh, Armando and Jimmy did a podcast and they were talking about like the kayak tournament world with with all these different things going on between KBF, Hobie, Bass, KBBT, now the KBL mm -hmm. or uh, is that what it is? Or kayak? KFL. KF. Uh, yeah, kayak yeah, fishing kayak league. Fishing yeah, league, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, there's so many things going on, you know, but um I think you had said we need to get see more women in there and I was like I absolutely agree like you know you got you're part of that worldwide women's fishing federation or did they change it to shorten up uh, the name? women's fishing federation now All right. yep, women's we, fishing federation <laughs> yeah so I mean and you know talking to you about it like um one of uh Rocktown's customers good friend of mine that I deal with whenever she comes into the shop Heidi Britton um, she, um, fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I had actually told her about the event because I knew you were doing it. And I was like, hey, I think this is something like you'd be interested in. And this is no offense to Heidi, but like I had ran into her. We were doing a demo at the lake she fishes here locally. And uh, I was like, oh, what are you fishing with? Like, what are you going to catch? And this and that. And like, she's like, I don't know. What should I be fishing with? You know, and like I tried to you know um talk to her about some stuff and i felt like she was taken in what i was talking about but she was still at the same time a little intimidated and i even offered to go out fishing with her a couple times last year and she was like yeah i don't know maybe like i think she felt like embarrassed like if she wouldn't catch a fish or whatever because she struggles on the lake but the lake she fishes is very highly pressured and i keep telling her that i'm like don't give up like <laughs> You know, this lake, it's either on or it's completely off. It's nothing in between. And uh, so, like, this year she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Out. I'll, I'll meet you out there. Like, sure, you know. And um, so I think I've fished out there a couple times. Um, and, you know, 
she's always following me around, like wants to learn, wants to, you know, see what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. And like, well, I ended up figuring out the white bass. So I was like, this is what you need to do. Like, and I don't know if she caught one or not. Um, I think she may have hooked up with one. I forget, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. And I think like that interaction is healthy. Like, I think that has made her feel more comfortable. Like yes. now she yes. can go out fishing with anybody. Like she's like, you know, I'm going to talk your ear off and ask you a bunch <laughs> of questions. And I'm like, it's totally fine. Like right. I had no problem with that. Like ask away. Like, um, if you want to try one of my rods or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a bait mm-hmm. or something that I have, like, absolutely. Like no problem. And I think she was like, yeah, okay. Like I'm not intimidated by this, you know, like, and, and that's the thing. I think ladies shouldn't feel intimidated. And I think I posed the question because obviously you got the large uh, women audience here at Paddle and Finn, which is great. Like, I remember before you came on, like, 1% of our listenership was women. And I think now it's like 9%, or 10%. Awesome. Like, that's huge in a male dominated sport. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing that. And I think I tell you about that, like, sometimes when I'm going through looking at analytics. I haven't, well, I'm guilty. I haven't looked at them in, like, a month or two. Like, as far as, like, how that breaks down and how many countries we've been played in, whatever. But, um, you know, it's it's interesting to see. And, like, you know, I pose the question because, A, I didn't want it to be offensive. Like, oh, all the women should – I by no way all the think like oh women should have their own thing and you know you stay out of the mentally i wasn't like implying that at all oh, no yeah yeah i think yeah. i think it just it's it like in my opinion and my thought process on it was is if you have something like that that's a way for like some of these ladies to come out of the shadows that maybe go out fishing but they're like intimidated by that uh competitive aspect against Mm -hmm. the men um like that's a good icebreaker you know like the noobs tournament it's the same thing and i'm not saying women are noobs so i hate that i have to be so politically correct about (laughs) this but like you know like um that was set up for like anybody that felt and and here's a good example too um for anybody that felt like they were um intimidated by like joining a local club or fishing a KBF online or something like that and getting their feet wet and getting them ready to take that next step. And, um, there's a gal in the news tournament, Regina Jones. And I remember seeing her name in the first one and I was like, sweet, there's, we've got a chick in here. That's awesome. (laughs) And, um, I think she caught like one or two fish. Um, that first event this past month, she took like eighth or ninth, I think, but she caught a giant. It was like a twenty-two giant. and a half. Yeah, it was like a twenty-two and a half or twenty-two and three quarters. It yeah, was a dude. ridiculous yeah. fish. Dude, <laughs> and I I gave her a shout out in in the captain's meeting for this month, and I was like, I love seeing it. Keep climbing up that leaderboard. Like, that's awesome, dude. I love seeing that. Like the growth of of any angler. Um mm-hmm. You know, like, I always use Milford as an example. Um, Just because, like, I remember when he had reached out to me to do a podcast on when it was, like, his podcast before we had him come join the family over here. And, like, he named off every bass he caught in five years. And I was like, dude, I couldn't tell you how many bass I caught, like, this week. This week. You know what I mean? And, (laughs) And now to see him come up, like... I think he won a tournament or something. It was like a small tournament, club yeah, tournament yeah, like a little small, in, yeah. in Tennessee. Like, you know, he's, he's catching fish and like just seeing his excitement and seeing his growth, you know, and, and a lot of that I would say, and I think Ryan would agree, like, you know, that attributes to doing these podcasts, like talking to different people and learning from them. Like his segment is mostly learning related, um you know talking about techniques and things like that with different anglers and like he'll even tell you like he doesn't use some of them but like some of the ones he does use like he's really figured them out by like Mm -hmm. those conversations and i know we've had numerous people across the board reach out 
just to the podcast in whole, like, hey, I listened to this episode and like I learned this. Like that was a great idea. I never thought about that or, you know, whatever. Or like, you know, I'm sure some people are gonna relate to the beginning of this episode, like where they've just been like devastated because they've fished their butt off and whatever. But you bounce back from that, like, and that's, that's right. a thing. Like it's funny, we talked uh the other day and you were like I'm over that, dude. I'm going to catch some giant salmon in two weeks or something like that. And I was like, all right, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it was a little more explicit, but like, you know, I was just like, yeah, a little bit more. Yep. Yep. Susie's back. All right. That's awesome. You know, that's right. You know what? I'm back. Yep. You know what? I'm kind of down, but you know what? I'm back. <laughs> but I think it's interesting. I think it would be a good poll. Like, I would pose to like, you know, the ladies that listen to your show, like reach out to Susie. We want to know, like, would you be opposed to that? Would you rather like give it a shot, like at a club level or, or just fish a national event with everybody else? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a national event, but like if there was some kind of like women's league, like live events. Cause I think that's where you learn the most, you know, monthly yes. you get stuck in a repetitive cycle. I'm going to go fish, yep. fish my same little spot until I catch five big fish. Um, whereas like that live aspect, it, it makes you learn how to fish like in tough situations. Like we mm -hmm. were talking about yeah. before, like the different lakes and things like that. And um, I'm curious. I know Susie's curious. I mean, maybe we can make this happen. That's all I'm right. saying. I know. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had some ideas, too, you know, because it, it's all about, you know, the approach for, you know, a lot of women. You know, you're you're going to have your your steadfast women who are just going to be like all gung ho, be like, yeah, yeah, let's let's go fish with these big boys, you know, and then you have the other side of the spectrum where the girls are just like. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, and it's fine. Like, you know, there's been times where I've been like that, too, and I'm just like, I. I, I, I know, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I, I, I'm afraid to kind of go up and say, hey, like, I feel like I'm going to bother somebody or something like that. Like, I get it. Like, I've been there before, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. just like, you know, th there's got to be this this opportunity that we can give women, you know, if, if we have to do like a, a state thing, like a, um, a national thing, you know, whatever it may be, you know, and we are kind of already doing something like that with the uh women's fishing federation yeah right, right you know right. i mean granted you know we've had to uh cancel the meetup because of COVID and everything but um if you know any of the lady listeners uh are listening and watching if you are wanting a great resource to you know learn grow the knowledge and ask the questions and you know not feel like intimidated or you know feel ashamed you know we we get questions all the time about like stuff that you would think oh this is just too simple to ask like that they're gonna think yeah. i'm an idiot or something like, no it, yeah. it is nothing like that at all there is no such thing as a stupid question and uh actually starting either next week or the week after i'm gonna start doing some um uh live feeds uh to the women's group nice. on um just uh like you know like simple things like all right you know how do you rig a Texas rig, you know, how do you put uh, baits on like a chatterbait, you know, just like kind of start with like some simple things, you know, to sure. get the ladies started and get them going. So like if, you know, ladies are out there listening and watching, they want to join up, you know, uh, either message me or look up on Facebook, um, WFF, the, uh, uh, the women's fishing event or Gosh, I'm having a brain fart all of a sudden. Women's uh, Fishing kayak, Federation. Yeah, uh, yes, thank you. Women's Fishing Federation. <laughs> kayak Fishing Experience. Yeah, the, well, it's like WFF and it's like the Kayak Fishing Experience or something like that. So anyway, yeah. but yeah, just look up um, Women's Fishing Federation or just message me and I'll get you hooked up, get you added to the group. And uh, yeah, and we want to hear, hear your thoughts and opinions on this. You know, what... What would bring you out of the shadows to, yeah. uh, you know, get into kayak fishing? You know, do you just not have the tools and resources? Um, are you not able to travel? Like, do you want to travel with somebody? Do you want to, like, convoy? Do you want to, like, share a room with someone? Like, are you afraid to ask about, like, hey, what should I bring for this tournament? You know, that's 
those are the questions we want to hear. You know, we we definitely need to see and get more women into this. No, totally. And I think that's it too, man. Like I always bring this up like the first time Jay and I had you on the podcast. Um we talked to you and you were like talking about the struggles of tournament fishing and like the whole like cuz I don't think about it like like I'm going next weekend a bunch of us are meeting up I think in Tennessee, Kentucky, I don't know whatever. Mm-hmm. But like we can share a hotel room or, you know, whatever. Like, you know, like you said, like, it's kind of weird going, Hey dude, can I crash in your room, bro? <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, get it. I get it. Um, but I never think about that. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Oh yeah, that is like, that puts an extra cost burden on, on you ladies and things like that. And, um, you know, I know you've had a couple situations where, like, there was other women going to events and you shared a, a house or a hotel room mm-hmm. or whatever. And, like, that's cool. That's good to see. And I think that's part of it, too. Like, when you guys did the Women's Fishing Federation, you guys had, like, over 50 women. And I was just like, holy cow. Like, that is awesome. Like, for you the know, first time, yeah, for, for the, the very first, first event. And, yeah, we had to cap it. <laughs> yeah, and that that's the thing, too. Like, you know, all you ladies that put a lot of work into that um, did a phenomenal job. And you guys all have just uh, very successful backgrounds in fishing. Like, and you're each knowledgeable and very different things as well. So I think that's good because, you know, like I've always said with the podcast, right, we got however many segments like somebody may not relate to my point of view but they may relate to yours or other podcasts in general like mm-hmm. some people may not like paddle and fin but they like my buddy bailey over at serious angler or uh zacharella yak legion or whatever like sometimes hearing it from a different point of view more relates um in that grasp your attention and then you know you're learning from it so i think that's very key like it's not just one lady trying to take this all on like the whole i don't know what would you call yourselves uh you know stewards of this program like um you guys are all awesome and you guys all have accomplished many great things so it's cool to see and i think that too like you know with with a quote unquote, uh, women's fishing series or tournaments, things like that. Like, I think ladies are going to grasp onto that more, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of dudes jealous. I mean, you guys had that, like they were all jealous because you guys were holding seminars and stuff like that, you know, and Lord knows a lot of those guys probably could have used it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, exactly, you know. And the other part of it is, too, you know, is, like, maybe also with getting more ladies into this, you know, we can hopefully get more, um, how, sh- how should I put it? So, like, I don't know. For me, as a bigger gal, it's hard to find, like, women's fishing pants. Like, I always have to find men's, you know. Just, like things like that you know it's just like where are these companies who are going to be like oh yeah we hear your voices like let's let's attend to you you know and like little other things like fishing rod uh colors and fishing real colors like i want some different colors other than black and silver damn it <laughs> i want a bedazzled rod <laughs> right you know i mean This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. 
Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, just just little things, you know, but just, you know, being able to, you know, share and, and come together and, you know, talk about those things too, you know, to, to get, just get those experiences and get that positive effect, I think, you know, is just going to be key and critical as well, which is what, you know, the women's event was, Absolutely. you know, I mean, nobody knew like what it was going to be until we got there, you know, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, you guys are as crazy as I am about yeah. fishing? All right. <laughs> oh, you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, too, to try to, oh, dude, like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, it's, it's the same with the guys. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's all the same. And um, I love seeing more of the unity, absolutely. But I think, like, you know, if if it would help bring more women out forefront into the sport, like by having a, you know, women's only series or events, things like that. Like, I mean, there's so many great women out there that just crush it all the time. Yes. And I think, yes, because this is more of a male dominated sport, like they don't get the spotlight that they deserve and they should. Um you know, the only one that I think that's really gets it 100% um, is Christine Fisher. You know what I mean? Which is great. At least we have somebody out there, right, That yes. that's yeah. making the lady's voice heard. Um, but there's so many others. You know, you, Gene Wilson, Catherine Field, yes. Katie Baca. um Cher Carbasson. Yes, Cher Carbasson. Like <laughs> Jamie uh, Stevenson. Jamie Mitchell. You know, Jesse Mitchell. Yeah. Jesse Mitchell. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so many, and they catch just as many and just as big fish as everybody else. Like, right. That's exactly. all I'm saying. Exactly. That's all exactly. I'm saying. Yeah. Watch out, boys. You're about to become little <laughs> girls. So. I know. Like, like, I. I can't wait for the day when, you know, there's like an even playing field of men and yeah. women in a oh, tournament yeah. like that. That would just be that awesome. Would blow my mind. It would blow my mind. And then what would even blow my mind further is that there are more women than men. Oh, yeah. And that that would be just outstanding. I can see it happening. I mean. Especially this year, like so many people were forced to go outside, which is awesome. Yes. I love seeing that. Like, I'm a huge advocate for the outdoors. And, um, you know, I think a lot of folks, uh, like husband and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, they couldn't go to yes. movies, they couldn't go to dinner, couldn't go to ball games. So they were going out paddling, like, yes. um, which is great. And then next thing you know, you throw a fishing rod in the kayak and, you know, it all starts with that first bite, whether it be a bluegill, a bass, a perch, a crappie, a catfish, doesn't matter. Like it all mm-hmm. spirals off of that, you know? That's so right. I think it's cool, man. Um, you know, I've even, even in like bigger boat world, like there needs to be more ladies in the forefront. Um, like there's one woman, uh, you know, I used to fish uh, with my buddy on the walleye tours, and uh, there's a lady out of Ohio. Um, we all call her Jules. And I think she owns a charter business, Jules Fishing Adventures, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, she would go out and just hammer, hammer on, like, a majority of the field. And it was always awesome to see her up there in the top, you know. And um, I've never fished with her, but I've met her personally super nice woman and just a wealth of knowledge um so i mean that's the thing too like all the ladies don't have to just catch bass there's other right. opportunities you know and but I mean, 
Yeah, and we need to get them in the spotlight. Yeah, and if you don't know, there is a ladies bass anglers association out there. You know okay. where it is just a ladies thing. You know they're they're not like you know they look like you know FLW anglers and everything. You know they got the jerseys, they got the boats yep. and everything. But you just you, you never hear about them. And it's just yep. like we need to get this. Yep up there you know with the guys and then like we just we need to get them in with the guys as well because i mean they could probably outfish a majority of these guys the way i look at it it's kind of like uh like kayak fishing is right Mm -hmm. now in general to the big boat world big bass yes you know we're like kind of like this little novelty thing over here in the corner but (laughs) i guarantee you i'll put 20 freaking of the top kayak anglers against the top 20 bass pros flw pros fl mlf pros whatever and i'm pretty sure those boys are going to go home crying uh, because they got beat by a bunch of guys out of little plastic boats you know yep um so that's the thing like there's just got to be an overall you know demographic man it we're all doing the same thing it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl or if you're in a plastic boat or a glitter rocket that costs you 150 grand or right. you're fishing out of like a hobie or a pelican or off a sup or whatever you know like it's all the same man we're all just right. fishing one That's common right. goal That's right We'll break through that glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. I'm interested to hear hear the feedback, though. It, it me would too. Be sweet. Yeah. Yes, me too. Exactly, exactly. Watch out, ladies. Susie's Worldwide Fishing League is coming your way. <laughs> you never know what might happen for I 2021. Mean, That's not a bad idea. I like it. I like it. For women's Kayak, oh snap, the Women's Kayak Fishing League. WKFL. (laughs) There you go. I love it. I mean, if there's going to be a KFL for next year, why not a WKFL? Boom. What's up? Take that. What's up? (laughs) Little boys. I love it. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I think I'm definitely going to end the podcast uh, on a high note. Um, so, yeah, if you guys uh, haven't, uh, in, well, we mentioned it earlier, but, uh, yeah, this next week, um, Wednesday after work, I'm driving north to Manitowoc. I'm going to be uh, trolling some of these guys behind me, hopefully catching some 30-pound king salmon, because let me yeah, tell you, they are running big this year. So yeah, buddy. I am going to hammer some salmon. Heck That's all yeah. I'll say. I'll say. I love it, man. That's so going to be a blast. That oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's so like, excited. yeah, it's like every, like, four or five years you get a big healthy school or schools Mm -hmm. where they just come in plump yes (laughs) yeah well they've been coming in since uh somebody told me like a a good decent wave has already been coming in since um mid to late august okay yeah yeah but i mean yeah they come in waves so i mean Yeah. yeah yep they'll come in schools and come in waves so you better come prepared. So, yeah, if anybody's wanting to go up there, um, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, half a Sunday, uh, if you want to tag along, I'm going to have both Hobies with me. Um, I've got a buddy using it on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, you want to come troll for salmon, hit me up. Nice. I'll take you out. I'll take you Boom. out. Boom. I like it. That's right. Well, good luck up there. Uh, it should be fun, man. It's. It, I know it's a tournament you always look forward to every year. Um, yep. salmon, salmon fishing's a little dif- different and, uh, they're definitely a ferocious fish. Like yes. <laughs> they, they don't like to come in the boat. <laughs> no, yeah. And you better make sure you've got your hooks upgraded and your lines tied right and your drag set. So yeah, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. I like it. So excited! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. 
Oh, shoot. Well, Brian, thanks for jumping on with me today. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. I need to get some of the other guys on here every now and then just to kind of mix it up a little bit. Be like... Uh, <laughs> they're not cool enough. Right. I mean, yeah, they're not as cool as, you know, Brian. Sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, yeah, we got a good, good group, man. You should uh, definitely yeah. chat with some of the other guys. We do, we do, we do. Awesome. Yeah, stuff. buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining today, and we'll see you on the next adventure. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20 20% on all your jig and tackle needs. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.